This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Ruchem Abba'am. We're continuing the Sefer Shoyna Halachos. Today's uh, breakfast is sponsored by Dr. Asi Klein. And as you all know, we are in the middle of our campaign to uh, be able to build a base medrash, a kahila, an international Torah center to be able to continue to disseminate Torah with Hashem's help to uh, Yidin all over the world. We're learning Sefer Shoyna Halachos, Simon Beis. Today we're going to read Sif Vav and Zayneches. Today we're going to talk about the subject of those either those things that a person can do that could cause a person to forget their learning. There's certain things that a person could do that could uh, cause shikha, cause a person to forget their learning. Now, it's interesting. We know that Reb Chaim Knievsky wrote a whole sefer on the subject of forgetting one's learning. It's called Sefer Hazikarain, and he quotes the sefer Chasidim. That if someone is not careful and he does things that are what's called kasha l'shikha, he does things that make you forget, the Sefer Chasidim says, you're not chayiv, you're not over alav of forgetting your learning. And Reb Chaim Knievsky explains in the Sefer HaZikaran on page 7, that it's not even an Isidra Banan. Because, just because you do these things, it doesn't mean you definitely will forget. And it's not like somebody who learns and doesn't review. If somebody learns and they don't review their learning, they're actually violating a lav because they're actively not trying to remember. But these things, these activities that cause a person or could cause a person to forget, they don't actually cause a person to forget. They could, they could potentially weaken one's memory. And therefore, not only is it not a biblical isr to do these things, it's not even isr drabanan, as opposed to, let's say, not reviewing your learning, where then you'll definitely forget, then you'll, you'll be over a lav in the Torah by not reviewing. On the other hand, the Sefer Chesed Lalafim, quoted by the Dershu, says, you're over a lav. Likewise, Shal Sechubas, Dibay Malkiel, Chelek Dal, Simen Aleph, Shal Sechubas, Asaras Chuba, Chelek Dal, Simen Koflamid. The Chesed Avram adds that it's included in what it says in Perkei Avais, that Koha Meshakeach, Dover Echad, Mimeshnosai, Hareza, Meshayev, Benavshai. And Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld writes that it could be that by violating these things, you're over a lav of Hishamelcha. So today, Rabbi Huda, we're, gonna, we're learning about those things that are what is called Kasha Lashikha. Kasha Lashikha, they make you forget your learning. So Rabbi Chaim says that it's not like you do it, you like instantaneously forget your learning, but rather, it's, these are things that could, could weaken the memory and bring to forgetting. But it's not like, the, it says in Pergis, if you don't review your learning, you're over a lav because you're causing yourself to forget. This is not like that. It in general could weaken one's learning and bring to forgetting. So now the question is, do women have to be careful about things that are kosher l'shikha because do women, are they required to remember their learning? So the Chavos Das in Yaradeh Semenayin Beis brings regarding eating the heart of a behemoth of oif, only men are knowing not to eat it because it's kasher l'shikha and women don't have to be careful. The Beis Lacham Yehuda in Yaradeh Semenayin Beis also says that women don't have to be careful unless they're pregnant. Says Reb Chaim Knievsky that since women are not mitzuva on Talmud Torah, they are uh, are not commanded and they are not adjured not to be partake of those things that are kasha l'shikha. 
I'm reading now from the copy of the Dershu in uh, number 9. However, Ketanim, even though they didn't learn yet, Rabbi Chaim Gavsky says they should be Makbid, because these things cause a nature of forgetting, and it could cause harm afterwards. Now, Marv Rabbi Let us now look at Sif Zayin in the Shoina Halachais. Haloivesh Bez Malbushim Yachad. One who wears two articles of clothing at the same time. You put on your shirt and your jacket at the same time. One who reads the writing on a grave. One who looks at the face of a dead body. You'll forget your learning. So, so for number one, you put on two articles of clothing at the same time. Number two, you read the writing on a kever. Number three, one who looks at the face of a mess, he will forget his learning. Or, one who puts his clothing under his head. You know, if you sleep with your clothing under your head, it causes you to forget your learning. The Efsher, it could be, if you put something else that separates between your head and your clothing, there's no, uh, we're not Makbet. So four things. Number one, to put on two articles of clothing at the same time. Number two, to read the inscription on a grave. Number three, to look at the face of a mess. Or to sleep on top of your clothing. Now, I once heard from a Victor Miller, why if you put on two articles of clothing, at the same time will you forget your learning? So he says it's a, it's a, there's, a, there's a, a logical rationale for this. What is it? Who does Hashem help forget, uh, remember their learning? Someone who the Rebbe Hashem chooses to be a proper receptacle for the Torah. Someone who's going to be a good ambassador for the Torah. Someone who puts on their coat and their sleeve at the same time, very likely their hand will go around their sleeve and into the sleeve of their jacket, so their hand won't be through both articles of clothing. So there's going to be this big lump over here, and people are going to look at the guy, that this guy looks bizarre, and they're going to say, this guy is an ambassador of Torah, this guy is a Talmud Chacham. I'm not interested in the Torah, if the people who know the Torah are, are shlamazels. So Hashem's not going to give heavenly assistance to such a person because they don't represent the Torah properly. So that's perhaps uh, the idea Rav Miller suggested of somebody who wore two articles of clothing at the same time. Maybe you could say that's the same thing about sleeping on your clothing. You sleep on your clothing, your clothing are going to be uh, all wrinkled in the morning and you're going to look like a mess, you're going to look like a schlump. So you could say the same thing for that. Now, what about uh, reading the Ksav on a, on a grave? There are people in the, who like to travel and go to different kvarim, and when they go, they look at the graves. I mean, uh, so let's examine some of these things. Um, the first thing I want to do is mention uh, one of them that's not mentioned in uh, Shana Lachos. Look in Oisio Tess in the Sefer Hazikara in Arab Chaim Knievsky. He brings from the Gemara Harios, you get your Gimel Mabez, Psachim Kofyanalaf Amadalaf, that. One should not walk between two women. One should not walk in between two women. If you walk in between two women, you'll forget your learning. There's also rationale for that. If you're walking between two women, what do you think you're thinking about? So your head is going to be in the wrong place, and of course you're going to forget your learning. Um, 
in the Yitshuvah Surabir Subchaim Zonefeld, he says, that's Dafka, you're walking between two women that are stationary, or you're stationary and two women are walking by you. But if everyone's, the derech just, you know, you're walking on the street, and you're walking this way, and they're walking that way, there's no problem. Um, in the Sefer Shmir Sanefer, she brings in the name of the Sefer Zikaroin, that if you need to walk between two women, you should hold a stick in your hand, or something in your hand, um, or you should hold on to your payas. Somehow that protects you. The Rucham Kiyansi said he heard on the Chazoynish that he's very makbid not to walk between two women, and have two, walk, two women walk around him. It could be that if they're uh, under 12 years old, it's not an issue. Um, fine. Now let's talk about looking at the face of a mess. That's Ois Chafhei. He brings that in the name of the Chupas Eliyahu, that someone who's Mestakel, one who gazes at the face of a mess, his eyes will dim. The Gemara says in the beginning they would be Megala, they would uncover the face of the wealthy, and they would cover the face of the poor, because the poor, uh, their faces were blackened because of their tsarais. And then the Aniyam became embarrassed, so they covered everyone's face. So that, that indicates that sometimes they did look at the face of a mess. So Rav Chaim says, yeah, you're allowed to look at the face of a mess. You're not allowed to gaze. You're not allowed to look intently. There are many things like this. That you're allowed to look at a Russia, but you're not allowed to gaze at the face of a Russia. You're not allowed to gaze at the moon. You know, there's Allah, you're not allowed to gaze at the but how do you make Kishlavana? So you're allowed to look at the moon, you're not allowed to gaze at the moon. What about um, reading a Ksav that's on a Kever? So that's, brought, that's from the Gemara in Horius, you'd give him on the base. And he brings from the Sefer, Negidu Mitzaveh, in the name of that Rizal. That's only if the letters are protruding, not if they're engraved. In the old Kvarim, the letters come out. The letters come out, it's a problem. If they're engraved, it's okay. So the question is, what if they're not protruding, and they're not engraved? So he brings from the Sefer, Yosef Oymetz, that I saw Medaktikim, they put a stone on a matzeva, right? You're probably familiar with the custom to put a stone on a matzeva. Where does that come from? It comes from somehow Kabbalistically, if you're going to read the inscription on the kever, you're protected from forgetting your learning by putting a stone on the kever. Says, says the Sefer Yosef Oymetz, it could be it was an early tradition. And it could be, since the Arizal says that this doesn't apply if it's, if it's engraved. So he says, combining the fact if it's engraved with the stone, it could be it's okay. So he says, interesting thing. In other words, if it's protruding, it's a problem. You shouldn't read it. If it's engraved, you could, according to Arizal. And if you put a stone, it's even better. Rav Chaim wants to know, is it only if you read it out loud or even if you read it in your mind? Okay? So Chaim says, normally koire means bepeh. But it could be if you're mistakel and you're reading it, that's also called koire. We know the iser of reading shtare had yoytois on Shabbos, there's a machloikis, is it only if you say it with your mouth or even if you think about it? So Chaim says you can't bring a raya from there. Um... You could say, we know, Friday night, you're not allowed to read Torah by candlelight, because you might put it out. There, it's even if you don't say it. So maybe from there also, 
uh, we should indicate that by uh, reading a ksav on a, on a grave, it's if you don't say it as well. But he says over there, there's a reason. Because you might extinguish the fire. By the way, on Tishabav we say you're now to read Torah. There it's also al Hira as well. Um, therefore, Chaim says, in his opinion, you should be careful not even to read the grave by looking at it. Now again, that's only if it's protruding. Okay. Now, one more. Look in Ois um, Lamed Gimel. Putting on two articles of clothing at the same time is Kashal Shikha, he's quoting the Magan Avram. And he quotes the Sefer Ma'asef Lachal Hamachanois. Are shoes and galoshes considered two articles of clothing at the same time? And in the, in the Sefer Archois Chaim, and in the Sefer Yosef Oimetz, uh, oh, what about taking off two articles of clothing at the same time? He brings that it's not a problem. But he quotes the Shulchan Atar that to remove is a problem. Okay, let's see uh, one more halacha in the Shaina Halachas. Sif Ches. What do you mean? If they're on, you're not, that's not called putting it. Yeah, that's okay. If it's already on, that's okay. Yeah, it's only to put on in the first place. Now, you should be careful in your clothing to wear it regularly. Not to turn the inner one inside out. Sometimes there's not care in the morning. They put on their undershirt inside out. You say, who cares? Nobody's inside my undershirt. Nobody knows. No, you should be careful about that. Even though it's under all your clothing. Certainly, your shirt you shouldn't wear inside out. If you're not careful, you wear it inside out. If you're a sage, you've got to remove it and wear it regularly. Anybody else does not have to. But for prayer, for davening, everyone has to be careful to wear the clothing properly. So again, these are all halachas that if a person doesn't present themselves properly, they'll be represent- a bad representative on the... Uh, the half of the Torah, and it will not be, uh, one will not uh, remember their learning. Another interesting thing Rabbi Chaim Kinyaski brings down, that one should not um, converse with a woman in the marketplace. You're going shopping, you see Sally, don't start having a, you know, a long conversation with her in the marketplace. It's, it's kasha l'shikha. Rukhaim even brings, even if the person is related to you, not everybody knows. Not everybody knows they're related to you. So uh, don't, don't do that in a public area. Okay, we're going to hold it over here for today. Wish everybody a wonderful day. And as we mentioned, the uh, campaign has begun. And if anybody would like to make a team or be mishtatif, we'd really appreciate it. Have a great day back here, 7 p.m. Operation Room. Kaltov, have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.